In 1 John chapter 1, verse 3, John, who knew the Lord, who experienced the Lord, the one who laid his head upon the chest of Christ, writes and says, What we, he has seen, what we have seen and heard, we proclaim to you, so that, here's the reason, so that you too may have fellowship with us and indeed our fellowship is with the Father and His Son, Jesus Christ. John is communicating the gospel with this purpose, fellowship, that we who receive the gospel would enter into fellowship with God. He goes on and says, These things we write so that our joy may be made complete. He is saying that his goal will be accomplished if you enter into the enjoyment of God, if you enter into fellowship with God. And his joy would not be complete if having received the gospel, you do not enter into fellowship with God. I want to encourage you that as we look at the sacred wounds of Jesus in the gospel, he removes from us the obstructions to fellowship. I want to submit to you that doubts vanish in the sight of his pierced side. One of my favorite writers, Bernard of Clairvaux, talking of the love of Jesus in the gospel. He says, His beauty is His love, all the greater because it was prior, prior, before. The more the bride understands that she was loved before ever being a lover, the more amply she cries out in her heart's core that she must love Him. <laughs> Thus, the words speaking is the giving of the gift. The soul's response, response is wonder and thanksgiving. The more she grasps that she is overcome in love, the more she loves, <laughs> the more she admits that she has the more she admits that he has gone before her in love, the more she is awestruck with his love. We have to, friends, remember the gospel. It will keep us and protect us. It will keep our love alive before the Lord. So when you go to be with God, you go in for a time of exclusive attention and fixed adoration upon Him. This will keep us low enough to remain in freedom and experiencing His salvation continually. I love the fact that He saved me, but I love His savings. You love the fact that He saved you, but I tell you, we're in great need of His savings. Again and again He comes, like a knight in shining armor, to rescue us. So we discover His goodness here, in these times of gazing upon Him. And the response to seeing His goodness causes us to leap in absolute trust upon Him. It's interesting to notice that in recognizing the goodness of God, this is the essence of His glory and His name. In Exodus, 
when Moses wants to see the glory, he says, God says, I'll make my goodness pass before you and proclaim my name. So we have three things, glory, goodness, name. And we can see that it is the name, which is the expression of God's nature and character. That is his goodness. And his goodness is his manifest glory. And if you want to see the glory of God, it is in his goodness, which is the excellencies of his person revealed in his name. How beautiful is this? Do you notice when Moses wanted to see the glory, God passed by him? And it's interesting that when Jesus, the glory of God himself, as the scripture calls him, when they're in the ocean, in the boat, the scripture says that Jesus meant to pass by them. In other words, he's proclaiming he is the glory of God. He is the expression of God's nature. He is the name of the Lord. He is the glory and goodness of God. Praise God. So we must always remember um, in our coming to the Lord that we need him. It's important to continually feel our need for God. Uh, some people think that if they don't have, you know, a sense of God's love or a sense of loving God or a sense of, of um, desire for God that they are far away from God. But I want to tell you, look for these kinds of things because when you do, you will find a greater need and then you can find Him through need. Yeah. You know, we do not climb into God. We collapse into Him, as Ortland once said. So we look for these things. We look for lack of desire, lack of love, tiredness. We even look for, uh, the, the const in the constant temptations, we look to God. We look for fears. We look for worries. We look for the state of being overwhelmed or the feeling of inadequacy or inability. We look for these things because they enable us to be able to realize our need for the Lord. You know, like I said, some people think because they feel these things that they're distant from God. But this is the brink of being able to collapse in His arms. It is key. You say, Eric, I don't feel lack of love. I don't feel lack of desire. You say, I don't feel tiredness or weariness or, or overwhelmed. Well, take that confidence and say, oh Lord, make me weaker. Oh Lord, I need you so that I don't become strong in and of myself. Even the lovers long to love more still. And we realize even as our love for him did not come from us, so an increased love for him must also come from him. So I just want to encourage you to absolute bankruptcy. I want to encourage you to recognize that your spiritual advances are not measured by your natural efforts. If we measure our spiritual advances by our natural efforts, we become prideful and, and arrogant. But we must recognize that our enjoyment of God is the key for what maturity in God looks like. You know, Jesus says, this is eternal life, to know God. And there is no knowing God without enjoying God. And God is the ultimate enjoyment. We know Him to the degree we enjoy Him. And so when Jesus says, this is eternal life, to know God, He's showing us this is the essence of what life is. It is the enjoyment of God. So you can gauge your spiritual advances not by your self-efforts and restrictions and all these things. You gauge your spiritual 
um, advances by enjoying him now more than ever. So I just want to encourage you not to become too occupied with the temporal that you neglect the eternal one. I want to encourage you not to become too busy to attend to your highest business and blessedness, which is Christ, His precious presence. McIntyre, in his book, The Hidden Life, he writes, This is powerful. I think I've shared this before on the channel, but it's worth it. We must draw off from prayer, from resting in prayer itself, or trusting in prayer itself. A man may pray much, and instead of drawing near to God or enjoying sweet communion with Christ, he may draw near to just prayer. <laughs> his thoughts may be more upon his prayer than upon his God to whom he prays. And we must live more, or the man can live more upon his cushion of prayer than Christ himself. But when a man indeed draws nigh to God in prayer, he forgets prayer and enjoys his God. Praise God. That is tremendous. Another one here from uh, Jeremy Taylor. He writes in his journal, The last three days I have been in very little real, real communion with God and have therefore been very weak spiritually and have had several times where I felt irritability and temper. May God help me to have more secret prayer. This missionary who loves the Lord recognizes and teaches us that it's the neglect of prayer that had a negative effect on his life. So he drew more to the secret place in his life. Um, Madame Guyon once wrote, this is precious from her book, Experiencing the Depths of Jesus Christ. She wrote, Godliness flows so sweetly and easily from the one who enjoys God. <laughs> that is so true. She says, Let this simple, quiet rest in Him always be your preparation for everything. Your only purpose is to be filled to overflowing with the divine presence of Jesus and deep within you to prepare to receive from Him anything that He chooses to bestow on you in His love. I want to encourage you that we come to God to enjoy Him and to find Him, and to find all in Him. As a matter of fact, Bernard of Clairvaux, in his writing on Song of Solomon, he writes this of the bride. The bride has pure love. She says, this kind of pure love belongs to the bride because this is what a bride is. He says, her reality and her hope are one single love. <laughs> she says, he says, she is rich in it and the bridegroom is content with single love. He says, the bridegroom is not looking for anything else than this single love and the bride has nothing else but this single love. So I want to just encourage you guys to express your bridalship. Some people say, I don't want to be a bride, I'm a man. Bridal just means you recognize who he is to you and you love him because he first loved you. Bridal paradigm is you realize who he is to you and you love him for that's what a bride is so we express our bridalship by pulling away from all other loves and giving to him all of our love and this is the essence of what john is calling all men into that through the gospel 
they would enter, enter into fellowship with Jesus. So, Father, I thank you for every viewer. I ask you that your spirit will draw them into fellowship. Give them a revelation of the love of God, the grace of the Lord Jesus, and the fellowship of the Spirit. In your precious name, Lord, pull them in by supernatural ability. In your glorious name, I worship you. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys so much for watching. I hope this blessed you. I, I just want to share my heart with you today from, and also from these, uh, these special men and women of God that God has used so much in my life. Um, just want to tell you a couple of things. We have a new track out. It's called The Way. It's $3 on Amazon, but it is a clear uh, presentation of the man Christ Jesus as life. Uh, we also have a new booklet coming out this next week called The Beauty of the King. It goes through Song of Solomon 5 and shows the description of the Lord as Jesus Christ, the description of the bridegroom as Jesus Christ. Also, thank you to my patrons. You know who you are. Uh, I hope you're liking the special videos that we send to you, uh, and I'm praying for you guys every day. If you are not a patron, but you want to be, there's a link down below, and we just ask uh, that you would love us and enjoy what we've got coming to you on a regular basis enough to give 25 cents a week towards our ministry. It's $1 a month, and it really helps us. It may not seem like a lot, but to us, it, it really helps and enables us to be able to do this. So if you want to be a patron and get these uh, short, special, behind-the-scenes type videos, um, you can sign up down below, or actually, I think you just click on the link and become one. But uh, thank you.